This is Debbie, and welcome to another brand new episode of The Offbeat Life, where I speak to inspiring individuals who ditched the norm to live their best life and become location independent. This week, I'm so excited to do a mentorship episode with Adrian Van. Adrian is the creator and host of Strangers Abroad, a podcast that encourages individuals to travel further around the world and within themselves. Although Adrian loves storytelling, she's unsure on how to grow and monetize her podcast. I'm so happy to share a few trade secrets with Adrian on how I was able to grow the Offbeat Life podcast and how to create opportunities through friendships. Listen on to find out how to create an engaged audience and how to monetize your podcast. joining us for this mentorship episode. I'm here today with Adrian. Hey, Adrian. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> Thank you for joining me here today. So you and I met through a friend, Jennifer, from the Travel Women. She introduced us because she knew that you were also into podcasting. And so you had some questions for me, so I can't wait to answer them. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have a podcast. Uh-huh. I have one full season, but... It's a series of conversations that I had with strangers while I was backpacking. And as much as I love it because we talk about self-growth and how travel makes the world a better and safer place, me talking to nobodies, you know, just people that I meet, and me as a nobody means that my podcast isn't going to grow the way that I want it to versus having bigger names or media outlets or anything so for me I have a full season under my belt but it's a struggle when the whole marketing aspect is just not my forte Mm -hmm. so I definitely wanted to talk to you about best marketing strategies and there were a few other things that you've mentioned in our previous conversations that I'll that I'll pick up your brain about so I guess just to start how did you start marketing your podcast and just getting it off the ground So I really, like you, I didn't know anything about marketing as well. So it was pretty difficult for me. But when I started, I already had some following on Instagram. I grew that for a really long time. And I didn't want to do a travel blog. And so I just put it out there to my audience. And it slowly grew. And then I got picked up from a few media outlets. I got featured in Refinery29, um, She Knows, all of those different. And then Dame Traveler also featured me. And then I just got featured in Forbes. So it kind of went from that. And with the other marketing techniques that I do is I use a lot of posting on Facebook groups that are relevant to what my topics are for each week. So I have an assistant. I delegate a lot of that stuff to an assistant that does it for me because as an entrepreneur and also as someone who still does their nine to five, you're just not going to have time to do all of that stuff. So for you, for example, Adrian, you still do your nine to five. So you have some income coming in and Mm -hmm. it's not going to be too much money. You just have to 
understand and realize which ones are the important part for your business and for your podcast, mm -hmm. especially if you don't have a lot of money yet or you're not creating income from the podcast yet. So one of the best things that I've ever done was to delegate those tasks. So Facebook groups that are relevant to my topics each week. I also use LinkedIn, especially since it's about careers, my podcast and, you know, freelance lifestyle, et cetera, et cetera. And yeah, and then taking the audience that my guests already have. And to tell you the truth, I think it is a myth that you need to have someone big to get mm. bigger a, a bigger pull for your audience because I had my cousin actually who was a traveling nurse and he didn't have a lot of social media followers but he's one of the most listened to in my podcast because there are so many people interested in that type of work mm -hmm. there's a lot of nurses and he shared it to his friends who was only like oh. a few hundred of them and they started sharing it so it's really about the interest they have as well not necessarily if the person has a lot of following right yeah because i've had people who had a lot of following and nothing happened they weren't that much interested in it so <laughs> interesting yeah well i guess you're also diversifying too yes. you're getting out of the people who would normally be interested in this type of thing. You're picking the brains of other people who are like, oh, I've never thought about that, yeah. which makes them, that's really interesting. So for your, I did just hire a virtual assistant mm -hmm. and I currently, they're just taking care of my Instagram. What do you mean when you say that you follow specific Facebook groups and you, cause I've seen some of them where they're like, oh, on Thursday it's post your Pinterest and on Tuesday it's mm -hmm. like this Instagram. So is it that type of stuff or is it, I guess, just give me more clarity on what type of Facebook groups you're, cont you're posting on and what type of stuff you're posting. So it depends. It could be a Facebook group. So for example, there's a huge group, Girls Love Travel, mm -hmm. right? So I'm not going to post or show them something that's like, a traveling nurse but it's a man or whatever it is because it's about females I mean they would be interested in traveling nurses but it has to be really relevant so it can become tedious but if you're not doing it your assistant is doing it I have them choose specifically each week where it's going to be relevant oh. so for example for the traveling nurse I find a Facebook group for nurses and then they post it on there sometimes you do need time for them to get you on to the group but because I am usually like three to four weeks in advance and I know exactly right. when I'm going to post the episode I know ahead of time mm -hmm. where I need to be when I'm sharing that so you have Facebook group there's LinkedIn there's obviously Instagram and there's a lot of other ways to do it I didn't start out doing ads because I wasn't making money in it yet. Now that I'm creating income from it and I'm actually able to leave my nine to five, now I'm gonna go into that route. So first you just have to do it by yourself and then once you see that it's working, then you can start paying someone to do it. And the great thing about having the nine to five, like I said, is that you have a little bit of extra cash right. to start delegating and then later on, once you start making money, then you create those ads that you need to. So how do you bulk stuff? Meaning you're three to four weeks in advance. Yeah. What do you do to make sure that you have, that you're ahead of the game kind of? I actually have a day specifically just for interviews. So today, for example, Friday is my interview day. Mm. So I'm either doing it in person or I'm doing it through the internet. 
So I have that. Every Friday I have two to four to five interviews back to back, or if I'm meeting someone, it would be you here and then another person later on in the afternoon so that I already have a ton of content and then I edit them ahead of time and then I know exactly, I have a calendar, a content calendar, and that's how Got I'm it. able to do it. Um, so you mentioned that, and this was from a previous conversation too, but you mentioned that you started getting mentions on larger media platforms mm -hmm. and you said that you started creating relationships with people who might one day be able to not like that was your intention mm -hmm. that wasn't what but I was curious where did you find these people and how did you start communicating with them I do read articles and so for example with the refinery 29 article that I got featured in I was talking to the writer already months in advance and I read one of her articles online on refinery and then I just reached out to her on Instagram and told her how much I really enjoyed the article and then we became friends and she lived in London at the time and I had a lot of really close friends in London and I ended up visiting London ended up meeting her introducing her to friends of mine but before I even met her she knew about my podcast and she said I love it I'm gonna write an article about it I didn't even ask her to write an article about me so she pitched the article to refinery and they okayed it and that's how I got in but we're still friends like even before that and after and the other articles people just found me there were some stuff that I didn't even know I was featured in because sometimes they didn't they don't even tell you that you're featured in something and then somebody just told me about it so dame traveler for example right. i was never told that i was featured there and i just Weird. found it randomly and then for the other stuff i've interviewed some travel writers and writers in general and yeah and i created a relationship with them and that's how it starts out so it's really about connections and genuine connections and friendships yeah. that you have with people because for me I've never asked anyone of the people that I've met to write anything about me it's yeah. always them so if you have a relationship that you're fostering and it's a genuine relationship and they like what you do that's what's going to happen in a natural way totally awesome that's mm -hmm. great are you on Twitter I'm not big on Twitter I mean I schedule posts on it but I'm not big yeah. on it so I guess now, so once you start growing, what is your audience engagement like? And how have you been fostering that since the beginning? Yeah, so I do a lot of call to action when it comes to my podcast. So at the end of my podcast, I always ask them to send me an email or reach out to me through Instagram or Facebook or whatever it is. And you would be surprised how many people will actually contact you. Interesting. And then I get a lot of feedback from Instagram. Like they contact me on Instagram a lot. I've had people contact me via email. They've written stuff about me because of my podcast. And then I got to know them. I actually had one listener who wrote something about me and then it helped her actually become location independent. And I ended up interviewing her That's for so the podcast. Wonderful. And then I just had the anniversary party and I had all you know listeners that I had here that were very into the podcast come so it was really nice to actually talk to them so I 
talked to them. I fostered those relationships. I even interview them on the podcast. So it's not just a one-sided thing where I am able to talk to them. They're able to talk to me and they can become part of the podcast as well. I've been thinking of doing kind of similar things with that, but being very specific about what I'm asking from them. So that's awesome to hear. Yeah. That's awesome to hear. Mm -hmm. How was the anniversary party? And how was just doing the whole live event thing in general? Because that is another really good way to get people to listen and subscribe. Yeah, it was actually a lot of fun. So we had, it, it's still pretty interesting to me when I meet people who are actual listeners to the show that I've never even met before. And they just came because they enjoyed the podcast and they wanted to meet me and some of my guests. So it was really fun. And doing the live interview was incredible. I really enjoyed it. And we did a question and answer portion of it. So it was pretty fun answering them and have my guests do it live and yeah it was is great because of the energy that we also were getting mm -hmm. from the audience itself oh yeah there's nothing like doing I do a lot of live performances yeah. so there's nothing like getting that live energy and so from doing how did you organize the live event because it's something I've thought about doing as well so we were supposed to do it at the park and then it started to rain and i, I was fortunate enough that two of my friends live here in new york city and they have this incredible apartment and they have like a lounge area that was free at the day of oh my God. so we ended up moving the party there and it turned out really well so, that's awesome yeah that's <laughs> awesome i'm sorry that i missed it yeah I'm sorry that i missed it but i wish i was there now you said that you're at a point where you're almost about to leave your nine to five, yeah. which is the dream. Mm -hmm. So what were some steps that you took to get there? So it was a lot of hard work and it's really interesting in the podcast community because everyone tells you that you can't really make income from this really early on. I mean, I'm sure you've talked to so many different people when you go to these conventions and all of these things that you need to hit a certain amount of numbers to even charge a certain amount of number. So I don't really listen to people. I, I don't. I usually do it with the way I feel that my content is, is because, and also because I'm getting so much feedback from my audience themselves. And also the fact that I know that there's money in this and that there could be income that could be created from this. So instead of talking to people who have never done it before, I talk to the people who are successful in creating income from their work and their career. So I was fortunate enough that I had a lot of friends in the blogging community. So they taught me how to actually create income from this. And one of the couple that I talked to was Jacob and Esther. And I can't talk enough about them. And they, um, Jacob actually created an e-course. And that's how I was able to learn how to create income from this. And in a matter of, I believe, only a few weeks, I was able to make over ten grand. It was like $11,000. Yeah, in less than a month. You're going to send me that e-course. Yeah, cause no, you that's, should. That's amazing yeah 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 so i mean i started creating income not because i thought i could but then companies were starting to email me and asking me for my rates and that's when i said well you know what if they're asking me for this then there's something to tap on into and then after i did that uh, Jacob created the e-course. I took the e-course and then the negotiation tactic that he does, I would get the budget and I would double or triple their budget because of the negotiation tactics that he did. So it was two companies and it was over $11,000, yeah, over $10,000 because of the negotiation skills that he taught me. That's incredible. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
So I will send you that. So they're localadventure.com slash offbeat. That sounds really, yeah. I've definitely. Yes, yeah. Either written or researched or something yes. about them. Yes, yes, yes. Whoa, are they local? They're living here in New York City and they move to a different state every single year because they're travel bloggers. Oh my God, that's so cool. Yeah, so they're, I mean, they're amazing. They're yeah. going to be, it's just starting out and nobody really knows about that e-course. That's why I'm so vocal about it because it's been instrumental to my success and to actually create income. Mm -hmm. And it's technically, you know, they're selling it for bloggers, but I'm a podcaster. We're podcasters and mm -hmm. anyone can use it. But I tell people this all the time. You have to actually do the work in order for you to create the income because it is right. still a lot of work. Oh, totally. Yeah. So they tell you how to do it, how to negotiate, how to pitch, and then you have to do the work. So. Right. <laughs> right, 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 of course, of course, of yeah. course. They're not going to do it for you, unfortunately. Yeah. That's awesome. And how long is the, it's like a month long thing? It's all in one. So it's already done. And then okay. you just have to watch the, the videos oh, that they I have. Oh, I see, I see. Mm -hmm. So it's That's all awesome. in there. Yeah. I watched like almost all of the thing and then I didn't even finish. I just started it and then I got those deals. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. What do you see the future of your podcast to be? Because I guess, I think actually, no, yeah. Because I, I also want to know how do you, how do, how do you turn this into a business? You know, because mm -hmm. ideally I would like to be able to do podcasting and be location independent and still maybe try to find a way of living in New York, but that might be too much. But how to turn it into a sustainable business. So the thing about podcasts, right? So the, the one thing that people tell you about podcasts is the hardest thing you could do is to, cre to create income from sponsorships. The easiest thing is probably like, I don't know, coaching or writing a book right, or right, right. courses. But my thing is I'm not going to create an e-course or coach you if I don't know how to do any of this stuff um, unless it's like specific to the topic that I'm doing and honestly the easiest way for me to create income from the podcast is the hardest thing that people are saying that you're going to be creating income is through sponsorship that for me is the the first thing that I was able to do is create income from sponsorships and so for me it's just growing it growing my audience and helping more people that's really what I wanted to do with it and when I started it wasn't to create an income because I was listening to a lot of people that was saying well it's probably going to take you like I don't know two three maybe five years to actually make decent money from this and now I actually make more money than my nine to five so and it's been a year so so I would say just keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. Um, be smart about who you're targeting as your sponsors. So my next step is actually I'm starting to coach people like you who want to do podcasts and don't know where to go or mm -hmm. how to create income. And then because I'm actually creating income from this, when I just started, now I can actually teach people right. and create a course from this right. that... I believe in because I would never do something or teach anyone anything if I can't do it myself. Totally. So, yeah. And then for me, it's just helping more people, creating um, more relationships with people, helping more people get what they want, you know, live their passion and their dream and do it in a realistic way. Because I think we're all being sold the dream of like leaving your nine to five and just go off somewhere, right. but it's not sustainable. And 
you don't want to keep coming back and forth and I know how that feels and it's very defeating and you don't want to do that every time. Yeah. So even though, yes, I'm gung-ho about people following their passion and their dream and all of those things, you also have to be realistic, right? Because you don't want to just waste all of your savings and then come back and be miserable again. Exactly. Yeah, so it has to be sustainable. It has to be realistic, but it also has to go along with your dreams and what you really want to do with your life. Right. Yeah. Awesome. Well, yeah. let me know when you're coming out with that course. Yeah, I will. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be the first one to sign up. Yeah. So awesome. if you um, and anyone else want to know more about the e-course that Jacob and Esther are doing, you can visit localadventure.com slash offbeat. And Jacob is really generous because he's giving $100 off. So if you put offbeat 100, Ooh. you're going to get $100 off the e-course. Yeah. So definitely check it out because it's something I keep telling everybody about it because I'm like, in a matter of a month, I was able to make over $11,000. That's so yeah. dumb. That's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's yeah, insane. Yeah. <laughs> that's insane. Yeah. And then every week I got phone calls from new clients. So, and then that's the thing that a lot of people are afraid of is the phone call and talking and negotiating. And he makes it really, like, easy to digest. And mm -hmm. that's what I love about it. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm feeling good. Good. Yeah. What's the What's the future for you look like? So I'm actually leaving my uh, nine to five this December, and awesome. um, I'm done with it. And then who knows where I'm gonna go from there? Yeah. That's awesome. So we'll see what happens. That's so wonderful. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much yeah. for having me. Thank you, Adrian. It yeah. was so great. Hopefully, it was helpful for oh you. Oh my God. Yeah. Buckets of wisdom. <laughs> so if our listeners want to know more about you and your podcast where can they find you so you can find my podcast and all of the episodes on strangersabroadpodcast.com you can also find the episodes in itunes if you search under strangers abroad i'm on stitcher and soon to be on spotify and same handle for instagram and twitter Nice. Yeah. Thank you, Adrian. It Thank was you. fun. Thanks for coming here. In Absolutely. This. this is a really cool cafe, this actually. This is so damn cute. <laughs> I was like, I walked in, I was like, oh my God, it's like a fairy house. I know. There's like an outdoor space and everything. It's gorgeous. Lots of ivy. It's yeah. It's like, I don't want to leave. In the middle of New York City. <laughs> I know. But thank you so much. Hopefully thank it was you. helpful. And yeah, if you yeah, have yeah. any other questions or if my listeners want to know more about podcasting, you guys can definitely hit me up and I'm always happy to answer any of the questions. Awesome. I hope you enjoyed this mentorship episode with Adrian. Make sure to visit TheOffBeatLife.com. Again, that's TheOffBeatLife.com to get more killer resources. Offbeat family, I really appreciate you listening to this episode. I would love to hear more from you and what you think of the podcast. Suggestions on guests, topics we can discuss, or maybe you just want to be friends. Why don't we chat some more on Facebook at The OB Life or send me a message at hello at TheOffbeatLife.com. I can't wait to hear from you.